very good morning. Wishing you a terrific Tuesday ahead. Welcome to today's episode. We're talking about three things. U.S. stocks rose to new highs as bond yields rose. China surprise triple R cut. Why now? The S&P 500 trading at 22 times. How good should earnings be? U.S. stocks rose to new highs as bond yields rose and investors await second quarter earnings reports. The Dow Jones was up 0.36%, the S&P up 0.35%, the Nasdaq was also up 0.21%. All three indexes closed at record levels. The 10-year yield rose to 1.37 from 1.33. A rising yield means investors are adjusting their inflation and economic expectations a bit higher after the yield dropped last week on fears of slowing economic growth. Consistent with rising bond yields, value stocks outperformed growth. Value-oriented companies are often more mature in their life cycles and their earnings are more dependent on strengthening economic demand. Here in Asia, the Nikkei gained 2.3% and the Shanghai Composite rose 0.7% in the first opportunity for Asian investors to react to the news that People's Bank of China was cutting reserve requirements for banks by half a point, unleashing about 1 trillion which is about $150 billion into the world's number two economy. Japan also reported an 8% surge in core missionary orders for May. China trimmed the reserve requirement for banks, one of its major monetary policy instruments, for the first time since the height of the pandemic. China's monetary policy has shifted from tighter stance to neutral. The question is why now, especially just a few months after regulators specifically told banks to curtail loan growth for the rest of the year. This is according to Bloomberg report in April. On the more benign side, this might be partly a response to the higher seasonal liquidity needs as tax season approaches, as the People's Bank of China has asserted. The reserve ratio cut will release around 1 trillion yuan, which is about 154 billion of liquidity. But part of this is also used to repay maturing loans from the central bank itself. Other explanations are less palatable. China's quarterly gross domestic uh, product figures are due on Thursday. And this might be an attempt to inoculate markets against bad news. Of particular concern are recent data points on consumption and services which have remained stubbornly soft over the past year despite the rapid rebound in industry. The employment gauges of China's official services and construction purchasing managers indexes both ticked down significantly in June and improvement in the 31 city surveyed unemployment rate stalled out in May. New orders in the export sector, a major employer, have tapered off as well. Other more fundamental factors may be at play too. Chinese households are heavily indebted and even more so after the lost income from the dark early days of the pandemic, which have followed immediately by another housing price boom. Many young Chinese workers are feeling the pinch. The rapidly unfolding regulatory assault on the country's previously fast-growing internet sector one of the best sources of decent paying jobs seems unlikely to help. So it was an interesting central bank move looking to loosen when the Fed on the other hand is looking to tighten. Data out this week will give us more color on the exact thought process behind why the cut was uh, was done last Sunday. Let's see how that plays out. Lastly, on to earnings expectations. Wall Street is heading into earnings season this week with high expectations after strong profits fueled a stock market rally in the first half of the year. 
money managers will be watching whether companies will again trounce Wall Street forecasts for earnings. The S&P 500 has gained 16% this year and notched 38 record closes. Analysts project that profits for S&P 500 companies rose 64% in the second quarter from a year earlier. This is according to FactSet, a growth rate that would be the highest in more than a decade. However, the growth will be measured from a period when much of the economy had been brought to a standstill from the pandemic as consumers retreated and some businesses saw steep declines in revenue. Analysts expect businesses constrained by the pandemic and economic slowdown like the financials and industrial sectors to more than double their profits from the same period in 2020. Also, forecasts have drifted higher in recent months, helped by an unusually large number of companies advising investors that they expect earnings to come in higher than analysts had been estimating. Earnings season begins in earnest Tuesday and investors will be watching to see if companies results and what executives have to say about businesses in coming months justify the high valuations in the equity market. The S&P 500 traded last week at 22 times its projected earnings over the next 12 months above a five-year average of little more than 18. Forecasts also call for the S&P 500's net profit margin of about 11.8% in the second quarter, above the five-year average of 10.6%. This is according to FactSet. That recent efficiency in generating profits would be vulnerable as costs rise. On the other hand, there are signs investors might look harshly on companies struggling to stay fully staffed. For example, FedEx shares fell 3.9% the day after the delivery giant's June's earnings report and executives said difficulty hiring package handlers had driven wages higher and created inefficiency. If that experience turns out to be widely shared, it could reshape expectations for the cost that US companies will be bearing going forward and potentially the prices their shares are worth. Another example was shares of Darden restaurants, meanwhile, rose 3.2% the day after the parent company of Olive Garden topped earnings estimates, even as it pointed to a rise in cost of food and labor. The company shared sales forecast that assumes full operating capacity for essentially all restaurants and no significant interruptions related to the pandemic. I mean, apart from the usual, I think the markets are looking at labor costs slightly differently this earning season, something that we will have to keep a lookout for. That is the update. Stay safe and healthy and I'll speak to you tomorrow. Mm-hmm.